Okay, so today's daf is daf tef. We'll begin from halacha he. So it's a few lines back on daf I think it is chera on bet, but let's begin. Lolam hunoten peya upato minamasur adshimarech. So we have to understand that there's an important process in, in uh, let's talk about grain, that um, once you hit, the, there's a certain points in which in its development where you start maybe mechayi v'chumas masrot, and then once you get to a point called gemar um, malacha, which is once the basic work is complete, from that point onwards, you can't snack from the food anymore without separating trumas masrot. Now it's koveya, you have to separate trumas masrot. That's another very important point. So these... Uh, these stages will become very much more critical and important as we uh, go through the, the setter together, especially in laws of Trumas Amasra. However, to appreciate this Mishnah, Miruah Chakri, once the pile has been cleaned out and smoothed over, that's Gemara Malacha. What the Mishnah is saying is someone can always add to Peah and he would not be chayev to separate Trumas Amasra, meaning it has a status of Peah up until the point of Miruah Chakri, until that point of Gemara Malacha. After that point, if someone's adding more to it, well, they'd have to separate from a Samasra because it's already considered tether. Okay. Now, what are we talking about here? So the one might assume that we're talking about a situation where a person hasn't left pay at all. Okay. And therefore, he's trying to separate it from that which was already harvested. And that makes sense. That's why it's considered payah and it's part of a Trumasamasra. But we'll learn later on, this is even talking about someone who has left payah. And therefore, it's not, it's not part of a Trumasamasra midin. Paya, but rather it's midin hefger. But we'll see that um, we'll, see, we'll, we'll when we get to in the Gemara, we'll see because that would be shidat beit shamai. Okay, so that's the point. Lolam hu noten mushum peya patom mina masrod ad shimareh. Next, notel mina goren vezorea u patom mina masrod ad shimareh umach, and which means this is all shidat now. Rebia, Rebia Kiva. What someone can do is they can take some of the seeds that from which they harvested in, in others prior to separate from the masrod and use them for replanting. And you wouldn't have to worry about issues of tevel. You can simply plant it. Simply You can feed your animals as well prior to Miruah And don't have to worry about separating from the Masra first. Um, also, again, importantly, before you get to the, to the time where it's actually valid tevel. Because once it's tevel, once you get to the point where it's now defined as tevel, meaning untithed produce, you wouldn't be able to do that. You cannot, you cannot plant tevel. You cannot feed it to your animals. Next, we're going to explain all this soon as we go on. Now, um, by the way, um, I just want to read the, the Rosh Surilio. I put a quote. This is all Dibre Rabbi Akiva. Have Rabbanan, I read the, the Rosh Surilio inside. He says, Rabbanan Pligale, the Lord Matsi Zara, Afilu Kame Miruach, the Lord Dami Lehefke. He says it's different when it comes to planting. Chachamim say, even prior to Miruach Akri, you cannot plant it. Um, but without separating from a samasra, because it's different to hefke. Why? The hefke lo shchiach umilta lo shchiach lo gazvu. Because if it comes to say hefke or giving over to your other people, that's something that people don't generally do. However, am peyanami shani de kaavid mitzvah. And people, when it comes to peyah, even prior to mirochakri, you can add to peyah. It's not really such a problem. However, when it comes to when it comes to planting, that's something that's shchiach. And we're concerned that people end up, you know, basically avoiding uh, doing hafrash altogether and use that a way of, let's call it tax avoidance. And it becomes a more common thing to prior to miruach, grabbing many, much grain and planting it. Okay? Okay. Um, fine. Let's continue. And it says, um, Which means as follows. If, if you've got a coin and levy that purchases a goren, purchases a threshing floor, 
then they can keep the Masra and prior to Miroha We're going to explain why this, well, what the, what the, again, we're going to more detail on the Gemara, but the problem is what happens if they buy someone else? Okay, let's, let's go back a step. A coin and Levi has their own field and it grows in a separate Trumas and Masra. Well, they can keep the Trumas. The coin keep the Trumas and the Levi can keep the Masra issue. There's nothing wrong with that. They're allowed to have it. They have to do half rush and have to designate it, but then they can keep it. What if they're going around and buying other people's produce? Well, they're going to get a good deal, right? Because they're buying something to get to their, and but but the, in other words, they're buying say say tevel, and they get to keep their um, to keep the the truma for themselves. They don't have to. They're not to get a better deal than someone else, like in Israel, because in Israel is going to have to give off some of that stuff he's purchased. So what the Mishnah is saying, what the Mishnah is saying is that that only works for Kona Levi prior to Merochakiri, you cannot keep it. But if he buys it after, no, he can't do that because they don't want them jumping in and chapping Trumas Amasra and, and to, to try and do that, right? And 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 other Kona Levi missing out as a result. Okay. Um, it's, I'll read a Reb Chaim. The Gemara mafarshlo deknasu shekantu shloyu kovtzim begitot begranot likach tfua. It's a knas we apply to the limbs so don't start jumping around and trying to get into the market early to try and the chapter from the master of the yayin. We talk shamar vechim at master because they're profit in the master. And the poor coin and levy, they can't afford to, you know, jump in early and purchase uh, produce from other people. They'll end up missing out because they'll never end up getting trumas master because it's the rich coin and levy that are buying out the market effective coin of, of, of trumas master and keeping it for themselves. Okay, mm-hmm. next. Which means as follows, is that if a maximum maktish their property and they put it and they redeem it prior to miruach, they're going to have to, or they're going to also have to separate trumas and masur. However, if miruach akri is performed by the gizbar in the property of hektesh, since hektesh is part of trumas and masur, since the act, the chiyub happened in Rishut hektesh, then, and then someone was put it after, that already the produce is part of trumas and masur. So again, what we've done in this mission to, to summarize is showing all the various halacha, halachot, sorry, that miroach uh, is re- really uh, is important uh, point in time. We talked about peah. We talked about um, also kontra bekiva and uh, so kontra bekiva specifically in, in terms of being able to plant and feed your animals prior to miroach without having hafrasha. We also about kohen levi that purchased um, the goren of an individual that he can get the master provide, provided that he buys it very early in the process prior to the miroach prior to prior to the, the Chiyob of separating Trumas and Masra. Would you mind re- repeat the, the last part with the Maktish and the Gizbar? Uh, okay. fully... So the Gizbar is the individual in the basic matrix that's responsible for the property of Hektesh. Yeah. Okay. Now, Hektesh, property of Hektesh, if you like, have a field and they grow stuff and the like, they are part of Trumas and Masra. Okay. But if someone is Maktish their field, you know, that gives it over to Hektesh prior to Merul Hakri, I mean, prior to the Chiyo Tevel, and the redeeming again prior to the Chiyo, then nothing's really happened. They have to separate from as a master. However, what we see is if, however, the critical point of when it becomes Tevel happens when it's in Rashud Hektesh, right, he redeemed it after Miruach Hakri, then the person who redeemed it wouldn't have to separate from as a master. Uh, actually, nobody means. Sorry? No. Has to be mafush to motumasot. No, such yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it was property. It's like he, property of hektish is part of part of the trumas amasra. Okay. 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 Thanks. So that's on the gemara. It says lalam hunoten. So Rabbi Yossi said that Rabbi Rabbi Kiva bar Zavdi said the name of Rabbi Yavahu, and Rabbi Nechemia bar Mar Ukvan said Umati. Some people say it was b'shem Rabbi Yochanan. It says as follows: Hefrish bikurim mekri 
Mimurach. Um, this is important. What this means is, say someone didn't separate Bikurim, right? The first of the fruits are meant to separate. They're meant to designate this is Bikurim. And they only did it after Mirochachri, after the pile's been all smoothed over, later on in the process. Meaning after, what? After the, it becomes tether. Well, the Mishnah is telling us he doesn't have to separate Truma Gedol. He doesn't have to separate Truma as a master from the Bikurim. Okay? And we'll see why that is. Okay? Um, fine. So I, I give an example. If someone, for example, separated uh, Masa Rishon or Masa Shani prior to separate, uh, after Mirochachri, prior to separating Truma Gedola, which is meant to go first, well, they've got something there that you have to separate Truma Gedola from it. Okay? Because you've done something later on in the process prior to something earlier on the process. What we're learning here is this Bikurim, despite the fact you've, you, you, again, Bikurim should have been, you know, you try a red ribbon about the things and you may take it, pluck it straight from the tree and put it aside. But if you only took it aside after Miruch HaKri, we say that that's, I'm really spoiling the, 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 spoiling the surprise of the Gemara, but that's the first thing in the process. You don't have to worry about separating a, um, a, a, a Truma Gedola from it. Okay? Manita Amraken, we seem to prove this from our Mishnah. Why? Meaning you're allowed to separate Peya up until Mirochakri. And it's Pater from Maser until Mirochakri. Okay. But if you reach that point, you'd be Chayev to separate what? You'd be Chayev to separate Maser. Quite clear. Meaning, if let's go back again, if you only separated peya after the whole mirochakri, after it becomes uh, uh, after everything becomes tevel, then you have to separate trumas and masra from it. Now we say masha ken according to the girsa of the rosterilio, which is the way the gir the grach um, explains masha ken bebikurim, meaning it is peya that you'd have to separate masra after mirochakri, but bikurim not. Okay, meaning if bikurim you separate Amir Chakri, you don't have to separate anything. So we try to be mashma that from our Mishnah. So the Gemara says, one second, Vilema, the fact that the Mishnah talks about Peya and doesn't talk about Bikurim, you're trying to be mashma what? One, like Lakula, make it lenient. Therefore, Bikurim also is not Chayv and even after Miro Chakri. However, Vilema, maybe it's the other way around. Vilema, af bibikurim yechayev, af bishalomir. Maybe. Sorry, maybe it is that you should say the opposite. Maybe the way saying peya is more lenient than bikurim. That when it comes to bikurim, that you'd have to separate trumas and masrot even prior to mirochakri. So the Gemara says one second. Where you get that svara from? Lama nikrash man bikurim. Why is it called mikurim? Shem bikurim lekol because that's the first thing you have to separate, which is a bit like I was explaining in the beginning. That it's a precedence of things. There's an order in which we separate things. Anything that earlier on in the process is patur. If you take something later on the process, you have to separate things that if you haven't done the earlier things in the process. So since Bikurim is the first thing, even if you, separate, even if you only took it after Mirach Akri, it doesn't matter. It's the first thing that has to be taken and nothing that's meant to be taken after it, you have to separate from it because that's the first thing that has to be separated. Okay? Oh, yeah. Let's go. I'm on that. Matniti, and now the Gemara says, Matniti de Beit Shamai, our mission be, must be like Beit Shamai. And this is what I was alluding to before. Alluding to before. Why the Beit Shamai Omrim Hefker Anim Hefker? So again, in the style of Yerushalmi, you have one line and we have to understand what it's referring to. What it's saying to is as follows. 
before we said, That's what Mishnah says. You can always add to peya if you like. The fact that it says la'olam implies that whether or not you've already given your chiyub of peya b'mechuba. Okay? But if you've already given your peya b'mechuba, what you're adding to now after can't be considered peya. So then what does a Mishnah mean? You're patrimatrumasamas or if it can't be peya. What's the only other solution when it says la'olam? It must be you're adding to it mishum hefker. And therefore, if you're trying to say it's only going to be hefker to the aniyim, it's only going to be like a matana, like a ownless to the aniyim, then the only opinion that says that is Beit Shammai. Because Beit Hillel says, if you want something to be hefker, it has to be both aniyim and alashirim. It has to be for both. So the fact that the Mishnah says, La'olam, you can always add to this pair as much as you like prior, prior to Miruach HaKri, prior to this Gemara Malacha, must mean you're adding not just payah because it, you may have already given payah, you're also adding hefker. So therefore, our Mishnah must be Shittat Rebbe Beit Shammai because he's the opinion that says hefker la'anim is hefker. Okay? Because remember, if it wasn't considered hefker, it would be a matana, and a matana is, would be tevel. A gift is, is just tevel. But it has to be hefker, it has to be mamash hefker. And again, Mishnah, if you want to say this is going to the anim, it must be Beit Shammai because Beit Shammai is the opinion that says you can make hefker specifically to the anim. Good. So it's incredible how a one-line Yerushalmi sometimes requires more explanation than five, six lines. Anyway, let's continue. Um, let's, but now tell me not going to Okay. So now we're going to understand the following uh, situation. It says, Atar Bikiba Kechanion, it's a Chenvaniot, sorry, Beit Chanun. So Chanion Beit Chanun. So what are these Chanion Beit Chanun? The Rosh Hashanah says in Perakap, in the Bavli, in Bava Metziah, it says that they were individuals, they were individuals that if the, the, if the mitzvah is Doraita, it's Doraita. I'm not going to worry about doing Dorabano Zerot. However, what you'll see here is what they were Dorish was true. However, you'll see the consequences of their actions. It says as follows. It says as follows. Why were these people destroyed? Even prior to the destruction of the Besamikdash, that is because as follows. Because they're basically, um, let's call it tax avoidance. They found ways to exempt all their produce from separating from a master. How do they do so? Darvin Darshin, there were Darsh as follows. It says, Aser te Aser. What's Aser te Aser? Et kol tfuat zarecha. Ekvat zarecha means the fruit produce of your plant. Mashmawat, if I didn't plant it, I just purchased it from somebody else, then Similarly, it says in the next pasuk, that implies what? I'm only hired to separate Trumas Masra if I'm the one that eats it. If I sell it to somebody else, I'm also part of it from Trumas Masra. So that way, if I'm a, a seller, I don't have to separate. If I'm purchasing, I don't have to separate. And everybody's trading and buying in, in this particular area. No one's separating Trumas Masra. Okay? And so therefore, but okay, so what's this got to do with the Rebbe Kiva? Well, the final purchaser, the final purchaser has to uh, give two more to Masrot, no? No, he doesn't because of the first mute. It says, Aser taser zarecha, the, the produce of your planting. The final purchaser didn't plant it. That's the way with the Dorish Tapsukim. Okay? What's, what's actually interesting is 
is there's a bit of a, I think, discussion here whether that was uh, derated or not. Now, what I'm going to do is let's have a look first at the Mara Fulda. He says, Really, that seems to be the din. In other words, either we're saying he is like these Bnei Chanun, the, in that that really what they're saying is, what, that what they would, they, they didn't is din emet, the midoraita, that's the case. However, Rabbi Kiva only said, Kerry would, would he say it was like din doraita, because he says you can plant it, because he says um, you're not uh, eating it, so therefore, midoraita, to plant it, you'd be patu. However, meaning just as after miruach is, is asur ba'achila, so to before miruach also is asur ba'achila. However, the hetir ziria kodem miruach, be allowed planting before that gemar malacha, ke'endoraita, which is like the raita lachar miruach. In other words, he treated before miruach like the dindoraita, and after miruach he was gozim medarabana. He raised the standard. So that's why, that's one way of saying he was a bit like the, the Bnei Choran. However, they didn't have an issue with Bnei at all. However, what I want to do here is read the Rush Cerulean inside. He says, the Katab Rush, Rebbeinu Shimshon, which is a Rush, on Perish Mishnah, Don't think the Rebbe Kibur was like them. Because it's mentioned here, they, these people derogatorily. So you can't say Rabbi Kiva is like them. No, you misunderstood the Gemara. What it's saying, The Rabbi Kiva is like the cheetah that, that views them um, a, a, in a degrading way. Why? Because he says, after that point, it's Asu Midrabanan, where they said, no, it's Mutar the whole time. We go, we go only, only by Dindoraita. So as a fact that he's Mechalic before and after means he's like the Shita that's critical of their behavior, right? So it's not saying he's like them, but it's like the Tanaim that were critical of their behavior. That's why you have to read it. Okay, and you can see, one second. Um, okay. Uh, so again, so in other words, he, he says we can go by Dindoraita, but Dindoraita only before Mirochakri. So therefore, when it comes to Zriya, that's not Bachalta. Bachalta means only if you eat it, so plant it would need to. However, unlike the Dine Choron, Choron, we, um, we after, after Mirochakri, it's Asumid Rabbanan. But what about the Chachamim? The Rosh Zerulia says, why did they Asur Zriya even before Mirochakri? He says, Aval Zriya de Shriach, but Odezrain Harbev, ik Havkat Mais. By even planting before Miruach, out of concern, as we said, because everyone's planting, that like I said before, what's going to happen? Eventually, everyone's just going to avoid, a, there'll be such a avoidance in tr paying Trumas Amasra or giving out Trumas Amasra, the Chacham Medic even before Miruach. Okay, let's continue. Oh, gosh, I didn't see the time. Let's continue. They're faster now. Amra Yochanan, that's next case. So we just saw before that the Kranim and Levim, if they buy um, someone else's Goren, they can't keep the Trumas and Master from themselves out of the concern that the wealthy ones 
uh, the wealthy coin him and leave him basically corner all the uh, take all the trumas and master it for themselves. Okay, that's what we said. They'd have to give it to some other people. Next, what about tabach coin? A butcher, a coin butcher. Now here, importantly here, according to Penemoch, we're talking about someone who has his own meat and he shafts it and sells it to other people. And you have to remember there's matanot for the coin from meat as well. Zroelachaimakeva, the foreleg, the jaw, and the and the more, the part of the stomach. That has to be given to the koinim. So we say, um, that the Talmudim said in the name of Rabbi Yeshua that the first week he can keep the matanot for himself. After that, he can't. He also was part of one Shabbos. Yudan Madami, Rabbi Yudan, he was Madami. He, he, he thought that was similar to what? But the reason why he says you can only keep for one week is a bit like what we said by the Kohanim trying to take the for purchasing the Goren. I mean, just as there, we don't want them to keep on keeping all the Trumas and Master for themselves. So to this butcher, we don't want him to dominate and never get, and, and, and keep all the uh, all the matanot kuhuna for himself. So Amalei of Yosef, if it's because of a knas, then if you're concerned about keeping for himself, even one Shabbos, is, why are you giving him any time? Why are you giving one week leeway from the very beginning? So it must be for a different reason. Um, what would be the different reason? One second. Um, he says, The reason why we uh, allow him one week is a completely different reason, like we'll see in a minute, that we won't be able to uh, trick anybody. I'll see you in a minute. And according to Rosh Cerulean, what this is, is that we're concerned that if we allow him to be patur for more than a week, he'll, he'll, the other Israel will get in the practice of being mishtatet. They'll include another coin along in their business. And that way, since if a, because a coin's patur, if a coin's mishtatet in his business, what will he do? He will exempt him. He will be able to run a business with a coin being as a silent partner, if you like, and then not have to uh, give any matanot at all. Let's continue. Now, a chenvani kohen, there's different explanations. A coin to Rebchaim, we're talking about someone who's moving around. And if, uh, whereas, um, whereas the rush here says it's talking about someone who sells produce from his own place, or Cerillo, that is. And the, the Pnei Moshe says, we're still talking about type of butcher, but he's buying meat from lots of, like meat from lots of sources, not just his own animals and chef. You know? So let's have a look. Ken Vani Cohen once again. Rabbi Yonan says, potim lo Shabbat we also give one week exemption. Rabbi Yossi says, ain potri not lo b'shabbat Here is Machmir. In the previous case, by the Tabach, we give him one week. Here we say no. So other to Rabbi Yossi, ma ben Ken Vani, ma ben Tabach. What's the difference between the two? So we say, Ken Vani yechol laharim, Tabach in yechol because he's moving around, he can keep on saying it to everyone. I'm in my first week. So therefore, you can't give one week leeway because he's but I've still got my one week exemption. He's walking around. Who explained that the Khenvani is in a butcher that gets meat from multiple sources or animals from multiple sources. The concern is he'll harim and start getting animals from Israel and try and exempt them as well from the process of being matanot. And Kunj Rosh Cerulea that says the Khenvani here is not talking about meat at all. But it's talking about uh, an individual who sells from his, his produce from his field. The difference between produce and shechting an animal is that when it comes to trumas and matzah, it's very difficult to identify whether they've been given or not. Whereas for an animal, the matanot are very distinct. You, you can see what the matanot are. And therefore, it's, if he says, I've given or I haven't given them, it makes claims whether he's separated them or not. 
it's more, uh, we, it's, uh, he can't really lie when it comes to Mata, not because the animal's there in front, whereas it's, it's much, it would be much harder to catch him out uh, uh, if we're talking about produce, and therefore more machmir in produce and not even give him one week. Tani is taught. So Rebbe and Nasi do not disagree in a case where someone purchases produce that are still attached to the ground from a goy. In that, one has to separate from a samasro. Now, Rabbi Chaim here explains that that is because, according to the opinion here, the fact that a groom is ground, going don't have the capacity to remove the chiyuv and trumas and masro from it. Therefore, once you purchase it as it's attached to the ground, you have to separate trumas and masro. Similarly, the al shel Israel, If you purchase it again, produce it as attached to the ground from an Israel. Then you are nichnas Therefore, you have then then the, your chayt separate trumas and and then you are obligated to give the trumas and to the coin and lady. And what about the next case? So they both they, they agree in both those cases. They also agree in the following case. Which is someone purchases produce that are already detached from the ground, already cut min from a from a non-Jew shem turot min They're exempt from trumas Now, according to the Pnei Moshe, what this means is that they, literally, they are part of Trumas Masar altogether. However, according to Reb Chaim, who has already said that Ein Kinyan Legoy Lafkia Mid Masar, that there's going to be Chibun Trumas Masar, what does it mean, the Torah Min Masar? That means that Patu Min Miten La Kohen, meaning you don't have to give it to a Kohen. Mishum De Amalei Katinim Koach Gavradol Matzi Lashtoy Din because I'm coming from the koach, I'm coming from the position of vigil that you had no legal claim against. Um, the, you, you, in other words, you weren't able to forcibly re- remove these trumas from a goy, so therefore you can't forcibly remove from me. And it makes reference to the Gemara in Demai, which uh, that elaborates on this point in more detail. And I'm going to get to that um, in due course. It's a parak he halacha chet. So it's a different way of explaining what it means to a masrot. And then it continues. So the, the argument is as follows. Own the case where you purchase perot lushim, the purchase already detached from Israel, um, that's chavero, in, a, in a, either the third or sixth year, where the second type is going to be considered maserani, which is going, must be given to the poor. In that case, Rabbi Yehuda Anasi Omer, Achad Ani, Achad Ashir Motzim Yado, Either whether the purchaser is an ani or an ashi, you can forcibly extract the maisa ani from him. Whereas Rebbe, Rebbe says otherwise. He says, Omer ashir in miado, ani miado. That if the purchaser was an ani, then you cannot uh, extract it from him. However, if the purchaser was an ashir, then you, yes, indeed, agrees you can forcibly extract, it, extract the maisa ani. So, in other words, according to Rebbe, the ani can keep that maisa ani from that produce. So the Gemara continues, my time at the Rabbi Huanasi. What's a what's the why does Rabbi Huanasi says say that you would that the Ani would have to give over this Masani? He says, just as a Ani, if he has his own field, if he has, happens to have a field, he's not allowed to keep the leket shikha and pay out his matamanin. Uh, he has to give them. So too, he can't keep his own master ani. So why would this case be different if he purchased it from somebody else? So my time at the Rebbe. So if that's the case, what's the shit of Rebbe? Now, this is such a critical piece of Gemara. It says, 
um, וכבר נתאבל עד שהוא מרשות לבטרותו של ראשון, עד שהוא בטרותו של ראשון, which means as follows. He said there's a fundamental difference לקט שיכם פאה and מייזר עני. לקט שיכם פאה where your highness is playing is it's a mitzvah to give up. Meaning if you buy it of somebody else, there's no, the first guy didn't have the chilv yet. If you have, you, you buy this, you, you have to give the leket shikha and paya. However, um, when it comes to Maser Ani, Maser Ani is already chayiv from the first moment that the project is considered tevel. And, and he says, kol ha, um, kol, kol, tamata chahol, shlo hurmu kamisha hurmu dami. And therefore what? What he's saying is if you buy tevel of somebody else, that the Maeser Ani that's in it is already considered as if it's separated. And it's already considered as if the other person had separated the Maeser Ani, it's if it was his. Therefore, it's not as if when you buy the produce, you're now separating Maeser Ani and have to give it to somebody else. It's as if you're, you're receiving the Maeser Ani from this, the, the first person. Because it's as if it's already separated. It's different when it comes to for, for payout. If you buy land and payout isn't separated, let's say it was part of the deal, we're going to talk about what happens if you buy land of other people that have separated payout. Then it, it, the chiyuv, it's not in the world yet. Now you're, you're the one separating payout. However, when you buy Tevel and talk about Maserani, it's, it's as if it's already been separated and sitting there in, in, in the collection. So it's not as if you've separated the, the Maserani. So therefore, Rebbe says, the, this Ani can keep it when he buys all this Tevel, all this, uh, all this produce that's already Tulushi. So then we say, oh, my time at Rebbe Nasi, that seems like a pretty good, uh, pretty good shot, uh, explanation. So why does Rebbe Huda say he can't keep it? Says, not Mishum Knas. Because we don't want Aniyim to go buy out other people's fields um, to, in order to chap the Maserani. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, not fields, uh, the, the, all the, you know, go buy their other produce. So my time at the Rebbe. So that seems like a good answer. He says, no. And Ashir, I understand. Yes, And Ani, why do you have to be concerned about Ani? He doesn't have any money anyway. What are you concerned Ani is going to go out and buy off somebody else? In one circumstance, he happens to have money to buy. Yeah, let him keep it. But we don't have to make a knas in this for, for Aniyim, that the, you know, with Motsimida Aniyim. The whole point of an Aniyim is not any money. So the Gemara says, um, uh, so, so, Sherebi Yehuda Nasi Omer, Matsui Hulalavot, but he says, no, 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 no. You can have an enterprising Ani. What? That the Ani might borrow money in order to buy this at a discounted rate so he can keep his money and then give the guy the money back. So he says, Rebbe says, no, any Matsalalavot, you got it wrong. Anim will find it a lot harder to get a loan than anybody else. Who's going to lend Anim money? Any money, right? So in other words, it's such a, a remote thing that if this Ani buys produce from in Israel, we let him keep the master Ani because we're not concerned. We're not going to apply knas to him because again, Anim and Joe, we're not going to be concerned that Anim are going to try and like corner the master Ani market and try and couple the master Ani for themselves because it's just such a remote uh, concern. Okay. With that, Hadran Allah Elod Varim, Hadran Allah Elod Hadran Allah Elod um, and Mr. Shem will continue uh, first day. Hello, Mori. Short it up. Right, Colter. Good, Yontov. Good, Yontov.